Welcome to The Connection, a podcast to connect you to the parish of Yate. My name's Howell. And I'm Justin. We are your hosts sharing with you a series of spiritual tools to enable everyday Christian living in the parish of Yate. So how you doing, Melchior? Oh, I'm not too bad. I've I've just got some gold now uh, yeah. off Amazon on the cheap, so oh. that's pretty good. Oh, fantastic! Well, I, I, I'm on there. I'm just looking for what I should get the king for his uh, for his birth present. Well, have a look. Um, we will have a look for something that's going to smell nice. Something that's going to be really good. Okay. Uh, well, shall I? Uh, shall I go for a bit of myrrh? You know what? Myrrh, that uh, smells nice, but you know it's embalming fluid, don't oh you? Oh, yeah. Do you know what? Let's get that for Casper to take. And you take the frankincense. And I'll take the frankincense. It's got oh. a good deal on frankincense, I'll get that. Yeah, and he, he, can give, he can give the death gift. Yeah, well, he wouldn't hear, was he? He's not here, so he won't know. We'll just tell him it's all. It's, it, it smells nice. We'll just put it in the box and leave it. This king that we're supposed to find, he'll love it. He'll yeah, it'll be no problem. Good, lovely. Next day delivery, it's on its way. Hello and welcome to the Connection podcast. This time we'll be talking about epiphany and how it means to reveal. Uh, we're also going to be talking about who are the wise men. And we'll be discussing how God speaks to everyone, no matter where we're from or who we are. And we'll also be exploring why embalming fluid is a really good gift for a child. <laughs> <laughs> So like we said, we're going to talk about who are these wise men and what is the epiphany? Yeah, well, epiphany basically means to reveal. So it's all about okay. showing uh, who God is to the, the whole world. Okay. So that's what it's about. Yeah. It? So sometimes people say, oh, I had an epiphany. Yeah. An epiphany moment. It means that they had some kind of revelation, some kind of new information, some kind of life-changing moment. Okay. And, so, and, and Jesus was sent to us to deliver that message, to try and reinforce what God is all about. Reinforcing a lot of the story that was in the Old Testament, and so it's about reinforcing that. So it's about revealing yourself. Okay, well, that's good, that's good. We'll, we'll, we'll be able to link into that. So so who were these wise men? Well, <laughs> it's a bit... It, it, basically, there's the main theory about them, yeah. right? because it's very vague in the Bible. It basically says that uh, magi from the East or wise men from the East uh, came. And most scholars now believe that they come from around Iran or perhaps down Saudi Arabia, what's present Yemen, sort of Saudi, Saudi Arabia way, okay. down that way. Yeah. And they're from what was the sort of Persian part of the world from yeah. the east, and this was this is where the major religion was something called Zoroastrianism. Now there's still some Zoroastrians around. It's one okay. of the major faiths in the world. It's one of those much smaller than say Christianity or Islam or you know hinduism yeah most of them live in india now okay uh i went to a zoroastrian temple once when i was in india which is quite interesting wow yeah it's it's kind of they have this big fire and yep. they look into the fire yeah as, as part of their worship so it's interesting um but they believed that uh there was there was two gods yep right the good god and the bad god was the jinn and this world is a battle 
between good and evil, between the good God and the jinn. Okay. So there's some similarities between Judaism and Zoroastrianism, but on lots of other levels, it's it is very different. Okay. A very different faith, and it's interesting that where these guys come from, from what was sort of present day Iran or yeah. Persia, was in those days uh, a Babylon, yeah, which is Israel's ancient enemy. So if we remember back talked about in one of the experimental episodes how the central part of the Old Testament is where Babylon comes the king of Babylon Nebuchadnezzar comes and destroys the Jewish temple and enslaves the Jewish people and takes all the, the educated and powerful Jews yep. to Babylon yeah right okay so it's they're not just neighbors right <laughs> They're the bad guys, right? <coughs> yeah, so yeah. it's a bit like, you know, if it's match day uh, and it's Wales versus England, you know, and the English come to, to Wales, you know, yeah. it's, it's far worse than that, <laughs> right? Yeah. So it's very surprising that, you know, this would happen, yeah. you know, in, in lots of different ways. And we do know that there were sort of um, parts of the constellations aligned around the time of Jesus' birth and they had a big tradition in that area of looking at the stars through yep. little pools, yep. little pools of water, and they would they would look at the stars, and that information is what drove them to find this new king. So they didn't have a clue who this new king that was born of the Jews was. Okay, so they, they didn't look on their Twitter or on their Facebook and suddenly get no. a, a message. They 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 looked to the stars for inspiration and direction to go to see this new king. Yeah, and, and they, they, they and that's why initially they go to Herod's temple, yeah, yeah. Herod's palace, and say, yes. you know, where's the new king like? You know? Yeah, yeah. And Herod goes, what 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 king's that like? You know? Yeah, yeah. And, um, I'm the king. I'm the king. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm the king, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, so he, he calls his wise men, uh, not the wise men, Herod's his own, wise, his yeah, own yeah, wise his men, own, and they own. say he's going to be born in Bethlehem. Yeah. So that's how they end up in Bethlehem. But there's... The thing I find most fascinating about the uh, Epiphany story is the fact that they come from, you know, another faith and how God is speaking to people yeah. who are outside of um, Israel, yeah. outside of that tradition. Yeah. And a lot of people might be surprised, but in the Bible, in the Gospel and in the Old Testament, God does call people from other faiths he yeah. does speak through people of other faiths there's many many stories about that and it's something that when we interact with people who are different to us it's something yeah. maybe it's worth remembering yeah you know i mean you know jesus was born in a very jewish society you know I mean, it, it, that in its own right it is going to break some of the traditions that were very much well established in the jewish faith I mean, the Epiphany is about reaching out beyond the Jewish community within the whole wide world. Uh, and it was his his plan to try and make it open for everyone. Yeah, that's the idea, is that in Epiphany, everybody is welcome. Well, everyone's welcome all the time, but it's where yeah. we remember that everybody's welcome, like the Tesco's thing that they had over Christmas. Yeah. Uh, and it's about hospitality and revealing uh, the love of God for all. Yeah, okay. Everybody is of equal value to God. There are no sort of special cases or special people uh, to God. Everybody 
is of equal value. And that's actually where we get our idea of equality yeah. of all people from. Yeah. From well, these old stories. From the old stories and, 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 and scripture. And it's important to establish that the Old Testament is a you know is, is the Jewish part of of our of, of scripture and of text, isn't it? So, the coming of Jesus was something that was predicted by many different religions, actually, isn't it? I mean, yeah. It's referenced in many different scripture and texts in different types of religion that that Jesus was going to come and visit us and and, and grace us with his presence and, and 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 clearly had a mission. Yeah, and I think the other thing that's interesting is the the story of the the wise men is in Matthew's gospel. Yeah, and Matthew's gospel is written for a Jewish audience. Okay, so, so you know a Jewish crowd. Exactly. Yeah, you know, yeah. if all the gospels that could be it could be in to be the one that's written for the Jews to oh, say, geez. well, you know, these guys from a country which is your most you know ancient enemy have come, yeah. who are from another faith have come, and they've worshipped Jesus. Yes, you know that's kind of quite sort of you know that when you stop and think about it that's quite a big a big claim to make really which yeah. i find fascinating and know. so important to realize that isn't it i mean we see some extremists of in our religion that 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 forget that that real essence at the the birth of jesus that other religions took the time to come and find this king um and, yeah. and to travel into into difficult lands to 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 witness this amazing event and, and they went, this is the other amazing thing as well, and we see this all the time um, when we listen to people's testimonies of how they came to, to know Christ, is that a lot of the time they are called to follow Christ and begin to follow that call way before they interact with the church. Okay. I was listening to uh, Bob Latham's uh, testimony, which you can find on this uh, channel from from a while back, and he was talking about how... Uh, when his life started going a bit pear-shaped and things and stuff like that, he began to pray and he felt God calling him. Yeah. And there was a long process of God calling him before he actually, you know, trotted up at a church. Yeah. And we see that maybe that people who come into our churches or we meet and interact with for the first time, maybe they're a bit like the the Magi, you know, they've yeah. they've come from on a long journey yes. to meet us. And uh, and to meet with Jesus, you know, that God isn't sort of um, sort of walled away in church buildings. You know, yeah. he's he's out there uh, doing his thing as he did with the uh, with the wise men all them years ago. And of course, there's you know the the wee three kings that travelled <laughs> from afar. I mean, they they came with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. I mean, is there much truth in that? And, 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 and well, yeah, I think I think the thing is with it historically speaking, um, we don't know how many they were. No, uh, it could be five, it could be eight, it could be however many. Yeah. We just know it's wise men. It's wise men. The three uh, comes from a kind of tradition going, which is not that old. And uh, the names that sometimes they've been given yeah. uh, are from sort of Christian traditions, but they've always been seen as sort of symbolic rather than historical, those sorts of things. Yeah. But they kind of get intermeshed with everything. The gifts, um, I think the gifts in a sense are fascinating because gold, well, that's obvious because he's a king. Yeah. Frankincense, because he's he's God, yeah. fair enough. Uh, but myrrh, Myrrh is an ancient form of embalming fluid. Yes, no, I do, yeah. So if you're going to turn up and give somebody, <laughs> uh, give a baby a gift, you don't really want to give sort of 
no. something associated with death. Yes. Interesting, <laughs> interesting choice. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> On the Amazon Prime delivery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, cheers. Yeah, thanks. Uh, yeah. So I think I think that's the thing with the with the gifts is is they reveal uh going back to the idea of revealing, they reveal something about who God is and who Jesus is. Yeah. But they they're unexpected. Yes. It's not the type of thing that you would and that's the great thing about the whole Christmas story and the Epiphany story is they're not the thing that's expected. You don't expect a baby to get given embalming fluid. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, embalming <laughs> spices. Uh-huh. Because, and, and as well, even at that very beginning, um, the gifts point towards Jesus' death. So yeah. the goal for the king, frankincense to say he's holy, and then myrrh pointing towards the death he will die. Yeah. And I find that sort of... It's incredibly symbolic, isn't it? Within days of being born, because let's be honest, they didn't turn up on the day that he arrived. And like the stories that are portrayed in most nativities <laughs> that we see up and down at schools around the country. But it's, it's worth knowing that it would have taken some time to get there. But even at that point, they were able to symbolise the journey that, that Jesus was going to follow. And I mean, that's always amazed me about Jesus is that his life was already set. He just had to look into the Old Testament to know what was the plan, what he needed to do. And, and mm. some of the miracles were already referenced before he even did them. And, yeah. and that's astonishing, isn't it? Living a life in a book that already has been established, it's, it's astonishing. And the weirdest thing about it is that that's how they knew that the wise men uh, should go to uh, Bethlehem. Because in Micah, it says, you know, that the new king will be born in Bethlehem yeah. in Judea. But uh, to, to, to finish it off, I suppose, is to, to think about the next little bit of Jesus' life there, yeah. where Herod goes berserk because the the wise men don't return to him. And no, because they were on a mission, weren't they? They were to report back to him, to tell mm. him what this is all about, who is this new celebrity that's uh, <laughs> on the on, on the arena and we need to know what's going on. Uh, but they didn't. No, he, and, and Herod went berserk and, yes. and, uh, and whacked all the, the children under four years old because yes. often we think of Jesus as a, as a baby at this point, but... Yeah. It's almost impossible to work out how old he was, no. um, but he's probably you know under four or something like that. We're not sure because I suppose a little bit of an aside is uh, the reason Joseph had to go to Bethlehem to register for taxes. Yeah, is it wasn't like going to the HMRC now and you do it online, right? Yeah, <laughs> his taxes were worked out through land, and yeah. because he was his family was from Beth uh, from Judea from yeah. that part. Yes. He had to go back down to Bethlehem to the lands that he had yes. to say, "This is my land." Tax me accordingly. Yeah, yes. yeah that yeah, sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. So it's probable he would have hung around down there for yeah. quite a while anyway. Um, you know, while and then and then they would have turned up. And it does say in Matthew's gospel when they went into the house, uh, they opened their treasure chests of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. So Herod really is. And it is in his character, Herod the Great was a dodgy sort of character who was known to whack people regular. And, okay. uh, so it, it's not, you know, it's not unusual for him to uh, do things like this. And Bethlehem was only like a small sort of village. Yeah, very different to what it is now, isn't it? But, uh, but, yeah. but still. But I think it's, but then Jesus then begins his, his childhood really or, or lives his childhood as a as a refugee. Yeah. Wow. Down in Egypt. And that's something maybe for us to to think about that story continuing of Jesus being the vulnerable king. Yeah. Uh Jesus being the person who 
he's at the bottom of society, not at the top. And at no point in his life did he sit on a throne and be the almighty king that we all at times make him out to be, but he never sat on the throne and was the, the overruling king. He was very humble in his entire life, isn't he? In fact, yeah. at times, many a time when life was getting a bit busy, he would move on to the next village or take himself to a, a quiet place and, and to pray and to reflect. But, you know, uh, interestingly, really, you know, like you said, very early on in his life, even at the age of four, he was a refugee lost uh, kind of the locality's most wanted uh, <laughs> you know it's dangerous as well that's the other thing is that idea yeah. of Jesus being vulnerable yes and maybe that's something for us to think about we often yeah. think of god yeah as a guy in a bubble somewhere else you know with a beard sitting on a throne yeah watching and what the gospels tell us uh, what the story of Jesus tells us is that God um, in Jesus is more vulnerable than most people will ever be. Yeah. So he deliberately, in his story of his life, makes himself to be the most vulnerable, to be at the bottom, yeah. uh, and to suffer. Yeah. So it's very humbling, very reflective. I think if you're listening, that's quite a good opportunity just to have a think about that. What that actually means, and maybe look at how you can put, just take those thoughts into your life. Yeah, and, and sort of put it into into a bit of practice, really. So, I think the story with Epiphany, uh, the the central part of it, really, is is this idea of revealing yeah. and of uh, God speaking to people outside of the Jewish faith, and how we can emulate that. And also as well, this idea of Jesus right from the very beginning being vulnerable. Yeah. Well, what a way to start the new year, hey, Hal? <laughs> you know, discussing the wise men and Epiphany. But hopefully that was really insightful. It gives you a little bit more of the extra bit of the Christmas story. Uh, and we will be continuing in the future with the Connection podcast with some more information about what's out there. And we're going to be reviewing uh, a Bible project element as well. Yeah, we're going to be looking at some videos from a, a YouTube channel called The Bible Project, which is, in my view, excellent and goes through uh, some... If you want to learn more about the Bible yeah. uh, and, and think more about it, um, it gives you a, a good way in to give you that overview of yeah. um, what the Bible is actually about or what the Christian faith is actually about. Plenty to look forward to in the future, so keep tuned for more. And on that note, a very happy new year. Happy new year. We hope you've enjoyed this week's episode. And don't forget you can get in contact with us on Facebook and on Twitter. And we'll also find us on Instagram. And on our website, which is yateparish.org. Don't forget this is an interactive show, so we really value your comments. So put your comments on SoundCloud or any other platform that you're listening to, and we'll get back to you.